from WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Spencer Tritt, inviting you to join us for an evening of jazz, performed live this hour by Event Horizon Jazz Quartet. We'll be hearing original compositions by the quartet, which is made up of Jim Kazmarek on saxophone, Scott Mertens on keys, Don DeSanto playing bass, and Rick Vidic on drums. Join us for their live performance this hour and a talk with band members about their backgrounds and inspirations. It's Event Horizon Jazz Quartet, coming up this hour right after these headlines on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A, your spot for the best local original music from here in our region. Our guest this week is Event Horizon Jazz Quartet, who released their debut album titled Event Horizon in 2020. We'll hear original compositions from that record performed live this hour, and we're going to start the show with the first song off of that album. This is Event Horizon Jazz Quartet performing Chelsea Playground on Sessions from Studio A.
Event Horizon Jazz Quartet, performing Guess Not, live in Studio A. The quartet is Jim Kazmarek playing saxophone, Scott Mertens playing keys, Don DeSanto on bass, and Rick Vidic on drums. Let's hear a little from my talk with them now. I asked them to tell us a little bit more about how they met and formed Event Horizon Jazz Quartet. This is Kazmarek talking. I've been wanting to do this for a long time because I had my uh, band that did my stuff in Milwaukee. And then uh, I was doing all sorts of things down here. And then some time opened up and uh, Don was one of the first people I asked. He was cool to doing it. And uh, called Scott, who we've been friends for a long time, but we can't remember from where. And, <laughs> and eventually uh, Rick joined through Don. I had met Rick and played with him in several situations and I loved his playing. And then turns out he was a friend of Don's, and then Rick joined, and that kind of made everything happen. And uh, how long has the group been together now? I was doing some research on this. Uh, uh, it's been a while. Research. 2000, <laughs> 2014 was when we formed. See, Don and, and uh, Jim both played in a band that plays that used to play at this place called Hackney's quite a bit. And uh, anyway, Jim, I guess, was in talks with the owner over there and when he had this idea, and so we... Uh, we're able to get like a once a month residency over there starting in the fall of 2014. It was funny, the owner's son, who I got along with very well, said that, when can I come here you play other than with, you know, in a jazz context, other than this thing that, that's going on on Wednesdays? I said, well, you could hire me to play here. <laughs> and he said, you said, let's talk about that. So that and I've already been thinking about I kind of hijacked a friend's band that I played a gig with, and they weren't all necessarily into doing this. And so that's how this started. We wanted to play originals. Awesome. And I want to get to know everyone's kind of background in music a little bit. Tell us how you first got into jazz. Well, um, back in Missouri, I, I, you know, playing in my high school, junior high and high school jazz bands, you know, playing like La Fiesta, you know, playing Chick Corea, and, you know, just hearing a lot of the fusion stuff just was super energetic. Um, you know, growing up listening to classic rock and hearing Steely Dan, like that was kind of my gateway into jazz. But I was I was kind of at the perimeter of it, and I, I but I became more of an enthusiast. I went to University of Missouri, growing up, and um, I you know got my my bachelor's degree there. But I wanted to kind of continue it a little bit, and that's what brought me to NIU back in 1995. And uh, working with Ron Carter, I was his grad assistant for a couple years. Working with Willie Pickens on piano, that was a fantastic experience. And um, that got me a lot more focused on playing jazz. Yeah, I, uh, I started playing saxophone when I was 10. And I think I have to say it has a lot to do with my mom and dad and that my dad would be listening to almost anything in his shop. He was an artist, uh, kind of Renaissance genius. And he would have uh, Native American music on, jazz, classical, turn me on to the Beatles. I'm a huge Beatle freak. Well, the whole band is, but I'm probably more freakish than they are. And... Uh, <laughs> And because I played saxophone when I was really young, all I listened to was the Beatles and jazz. And uh, I ended up going to Northern as well, and I was uh, Carter's grad assistant before Scott was. And I ended up <laughs> ended up working with uh, with Professor Carter at the South Shore Youth Jazz Ensemble uh, for about a dozen years. But I played around Milwaukee for a long time, but before I went, got my master's at Northern, and I taught jazz theory there, and I also team-taught with Fareed Hawk. Oh, yeah. So I've been... Uh, I love jazz forever, basically, because I'm almost as old as forever. <laughs> Don, how about you? How'd you first get into jazz? I started out being in a band where, like Jimmy says, we love the Beatles. You know, and my brother, who was six years older than me, would you know turn me on to different music like Yes and Genesis, and I started playing in bands doing things like that and progressive stuff. And at the same time, he's playing Miles Davis and took me to see uh, Herbie Hancock and the Headhunters and things, and it was like, wow, you know, I mean, I'm that's right around when I started playing the bass, which was when I was almost out of high school. So anyway, then I just sort of, all the people I was playing with started to fade away, and all of a sudden I just started to just study the bass more, and um, I remember going to, to a college uh, concert and seeing a guy double on acoustic and electric bass and said, that's what I want to do. Mm. And that's really when I started. I just started asking people for any bass player I'd see, I would ask them about, what do you do? What do you play? How do you do it? Uh, and it just led me into, I mean, when I went to college, I wasn't even going to go to college. I was studying with Eddie DeHaas, who's a great you know, jazz bass player, played with people like Miles Davis and what have you. And Anyway, we were there, and I said, well, maybe I'll just take a few classes. He said, no. 
if you're going, you're going. And I said, oh, okay, okay, you know, and, and that's what got, and then I was in music school. By then, I'd already been playing, you know, jazz for probably 10 years or something. So it wasn't like, I was, I was like, they would call me the professor because I was 10 years older than most of the kids in the school, you know, <laughs> and walking around. But at any rate, that's, that was, that's it. I'm talking with members of Event Horizon Jazz Quartet, and you are listening to sessions from Studio A. We'll be right back after the short break with more from their live performance recorded right here in Studio A. Don't go anywhere. There's more coming up in just a little bit from Event Horizon Jazz Quartet. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Spencer Tritt with Event Horizon Jazz Quartet. Their debut album of original compositions is out now on all the major streaming services and is available for download and purchase over on the group's website, eventhorizonband.net. Here's another one from that record, performed live in Studio A. This is Event Horizon Jazz Quartet, performing Escher Drive.
Event Horizon Jazz Quartet, performing live on sessions from Studio A. And we are going to keep that live performance going now. Here's another from their debut album released in 2020. Performed live in Studio A, this is Evening Mist by Event Horizon Jazz Quartet.
You're listening to Event Horizon Jazz Quartet on Sessions from Studio A. When we return, we'll hear more from my talk with the band about some of their musical influences and upcoming plans for the group. Once again, you can find their new album, Event Horizon, out now on all the streaming services and at eventhorizonband.net. And you can find some behind-the-scenes video of this performance over on WNIJ.org. Stick around, we'll be right back with more from Event Horizon Jazz Quartet here on Sessions from Studio A. This is Sessions from Studio A with Event Horizon Jazz Quartet. And in just a moment, we'll hear more from band members, a little about their musical influences, and they'll tell us about plans for an upcoming second album. But first, here is another from their live performance recorded right here in Studio A. This is Event Horizon Jazz Quartet. Thank you. 
wondering what some of the inspirations for this project are, you know, musical or, or otherwise. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like, Jim and I were both grad students at Northern for Ron Carter, and he really instilled, like, you know, you, you got to listen to, like, you know, the classics. You got to listen to, you know, Ellington, you know, listen, listen to, the, to the guys who created this music. Listen to Miles, listen, you know. And, and that, was a, that was one of the lenses that we used. But by the same token, like, it, you know, we all kind of came up with rock and roll, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, the melody. I mean, like, Jimmy loves the Beatles. The Be- we all love the Beatles, you know. But, like, Radiohead, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's some of the modern stuff. We saw them in, you know, World Amphitheater back in the day. Um, I don't know. What are some other groups? Oh, we love the Who. Yeah. <laughs> I like Wilco. I mm-hmm. like you know, I like the singer songwriter stuff. I mean, I like uh, uh, Native American Indian music. I mean, I like you know, I, and I love African music. We love that's eclectic. We are all very eclectic. It's kind of like the what wasn't it? Duke Ellington said there's two kinds of music. There's good and there's bad. Yeah, I don't necessarily <laughs> want to define what's bad, but uh, we like a lot of stuff, yeah. and so we try to combine that with a jazz sensibility you know there's there's improvisation there's uh, a lot of the switch up of rhythm and there's all there's all that stuff going on but we bring to it, it the the pop sensibility or the rock sensibility of the other groups that we like comes through without you know you're someone someone asked me in an interview recently like uh, who influenced me the least which I thought was a bizarre question. An interesting question. And so, and I and I said, I don't know who that is, because anybody that I know of has influenced me somehow. Right. So, yeah. that is an interesting. I think question. That's the cool thing of this this group, though, is that we all we have overlapping tastes, but we also listen to stuff that we turn each other on to that we haven't aren't aware of. For sure. But we're very open minded. What are some future plans for the quartet as we head into the winter? We're hoping to do some more recording sometime in the sometime soon. We've got a lot of songs we've written since our last albums come out, so we're hoping to put some more onto. Uh, yeah, that's the weird thing of having a record released during the. Uh, pan- well, everything is weird during a pandemic, I should say, but <laughs> but uh, we haven't really had an official yeah. CD release party, but like we've got couple of records worth of new material that we're dying and itching to play yeah but and we do, we we love the old uh, old material as well but <laughs> mm-hmm. so we've gotten some great feedback on it and that's that's been really heartening um uh music choice which is like the cable uh like when you have cable like the, those are the music channels like they've been featuring our stuff a lot we're like one of their top artists oh like, that's awesome like today yeah. we showed up on that oh and, cool so yeah, they've been playing three of our tracks on there, and I think we we played all three of them today. I think, I believe, yes, yeah. on the uh, jazz channel on there. Yeah, yeah, they have a couple different channels. I think. Um, yeah, we're on the different like, genres. Yeah, we're on the jazz, like straight up jazz channel. So, so it'll be like Coltrane and then us. That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's really strange. Yeah, it's very, it's it's very, very cool. Yeah, how do you it's get very, on those, it's those very, channels? It's very, very cool, <laughs> but it's like also like, what does that mean when we're one of the top artists? Once like Chick Corea, us, and then Miles Davis. That's it awesome. doesn't mean anything. Well, we don't know what that means, but it's still cool. Very, very cool. <sighs> Any final things you guys want to add before we close close things out here? Well, we would love as many people as possible to come check us out wherever and go to the website and. Uh, join the mailing list. It's again www.eventhorizonband.net, and uh, you know, buy the record, obviously. But uh, start a conversation with us because we really think music is about the audience as it is about us. Yeah, buy our CD. Larry Gray did some great liner notes for us. It sounds great, courtesy of Don DeSanto. Um, you know, buy the album. Um, if you see us out and about, you know, come by, buy one from us. Or they make good holiday gifts. Yeah. <laughs> For every holiday. <laughs> and listen, I just want to take a minute to thank you, Spencer, for for hosting oh, thank us you. and yeah, man. doing all your great work and this wonderful interview, but also all the great work you did all, all morning. We really appreciate that. Thank, very cool. Thank yeah. you all so much again for coming out and playing for us today.
Event Horizon Jazz Quartet. Closing out our show this week here on Sessions from Studio A. Thanks so much for joining us this week, and be sure to check out EventHorizonBand.net for more from the quartet, including their 2020 album Event Horizon. Sessions from Studio A is produced on the campus of Northern Illinois University in DeKalb by yours truly, along with Jared Ortega and Chris Kenny. I'm Spencer Tritt. Thanks so much for joining me this week, and I'll see you next time on another edition of Sessions from Studio A. Thank you.